Hi, I'm Sandra. This is a show of conversations about motherhood, parenting, and all the good stuff we call life. Follow me as I spread mommy joy and share my stories. This is a different kind of mommy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Different Kind of Mommy. Welcome back. I'm here with a very special guest today. My guest is Aaliyah. Welcome, Aaliyah. Thank you. I'm I'm, so excited to be here. I'm so excited for you to be here as well, too. I've been waiting a long time to do this. It took me a lot of nerves to ask if you would be a guest on my podcast, and I'm so happy happy I finally did it, and we were able to, to square away some time. Oh, of course. And I don't know why you were. I am just so excited to be here. And your podcast is fabulous. I love it. Thank you so much. Before we dive in, I want you to give the audience a little bit of an introduction of you and yourself and your family and what's happening with you. Okay, gosh, we're diving right on in. Well, I'm Aaliyah Aaliyah Davis McHenry. I'm a proud zennial, that fabulous generation between uh, millennial and Generation X. Oh, is that what that's called? Yes, it is. We have a little name for it, and I'm going to run with it because I I feel like it's a a great differentiation of uh, the younger and and older generation. I like that. I like that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I've been happily married to my husband, Brian, for, oh gosh, over 17 years. Uh, We've been together for 19. Life has been uh, a crazy and beautiful adventure. Uh, I can't imagine my life without him. I think every married person says that, right? But it's true. And we have two incredible sons. My oldest son, Aiden, he's 16, and he sleeps, breathes, lives sports. Uh, Wow. Yes just very much into sports. He plays lacrosse year round and he's also the sports editor of his school newspaper. Um, He's really busy. I think I try to keep as busy as he does. (laughs) He's just a really remarkable and passion filled young man. I love that. You might have someone who's running into sports later on in the the future. Yes. Uh, And and you know what? Any, and I think this is true with any mom, anything they're passionate with, like you want to support them and Mm -hmm. uh, I am all for it. I am all for it. And it starts to become your passion. Yeah, it does. It does. And uh, I know a little bit too much about sports, but that's good because if I'm ever on Jeopardy, I I got that. I got that (laughs) whole category. So um, my other son, Donovan, he's 13 and he's amazing as well. He's my STEM mastermind. He is really great about technology. He also loves lacrosse. So I have two boys that are, you know, really into sports. Um, And he's also an amazing artist and animator um, and very funny. Uh, and, And I love that your show touches a lot on like pop culture and different things. Um, he loves shows like Lost and The Office, which were popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that were popular like years ago. So we kind of relate on that. And, you know, it's great. And I think as a mom, you're always like, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. But they're both super smart. They're both grounded and very ambitious. And, I, and again, I work hard every day to match their work. Um, I love that. I think it's great. You have two boys. They're in a teenage stage. I did, I did a, a podcast episode a couple, couple um, episodes ago around the teenage days, and I just love how connected you are with them, how into their things you're into as well. I just think that the, the family dynamics is so great that you guys have. Yeah, and it changes. It's it's just like you said, it, it definitely changes when they get to that teenage years. And, you know, being a mom and wife, that comes first. Um, but I also, I love what I do. Um, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a community builder and that's my passion as well. So life right now is great. It's beautiful. Uh, and, and I'm just excited. Every day is a, a day to do something new. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about your entrepreneur side. I started following you ages ago when you had your fitness blog. Yes, yes. And at the time, I was, you know, I wasn't a mother. I was um, in, a, in a point in my life where I really wanted to lose weight and I couldn't find any kind of inspiration to give me that kick. And I remember following your, finding your blog and following your blog and like, really absolutely loving it because it just felt so real and so real time. And I remember this blog and I remember just how much I was into it. And I used to say all the time, Oh God, will she hurry up and post? I missed it. I would be reading your, I would be reading it like the Bible swear 
And it just was so motivating to me. And I think at the time too, I was really interested in starting a blog because I really wasn't finding what I was looking for. And when I found your blog, I just felt like, like you were a friend in my head already, just accountability partner giving me tips on how to lose weight. And that's, you know, that's the first time I started following you. And I was reading that blog for a long time. And then I don't know what happened. It stopped, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know if it was me or I couldn't find it. It was, post- it was totally you. You stopped <laughs> reading and I was just like, I'm done. I close it down. Um, you know what happened with Get Fit Diva was such a huge part of my life. Um, especially, uh, I, you know, I started writing it when I needed accountability and I wanted to reach other women and other moms that were going through the same. Um, and I think it was just, it was more than moms. It was just women. You go to a point in your life where you're like, I need to get it done. How do I get it done? And blogging really was an outlet for me to do that. I loved what I did with Get Fit Diva. I was creating recipes for brands. Yes. Yes. Was, you know, getting my family involved. We were doing 5Ks and yes. runs. Um, and, you know, and I was connecting with, and your story is, un, you know, not unlike a lot of women that reached out to me. I tried to keep it really real because I would lose and gain and lose, lose, lose. And it was a cycle. And I think that what weight loss is, and that's what getting older is. And as you're, you know, my body in my 20s is totally different from my body in my 30s now. Mm-hmm. And I loved having that sense of community. And I really want to foster that in my new community. Um, but Get Fit Diva, it, you know, even though it's not around as a digital platform, it's still very much part of my growth as a mom, as a woman, and as a content creator, because I'm still, con- you know, creating content as you are. Yeah. And so what I liked about it is that you said, okay, I've moved on from that point in my life. And how do I make that, you know, a part of my today, but it's something different. So let's talk a little bit about what you're working on right now, because I actually feel like your, your, your new endeavor is so, you know, the fervency is just so multifaceted and I want people to understand what was your vision behind this business and, and why you're calling it a movement because I love this platform now. Wow. Movement. I love that. And, and that's, you know what, that's what I wanted to call it. Uh, I was, about two years ago, I went back to working in-house. I've always been a consultant. I've had my own business before. Um, and I was at a point where I was very unfulfilled career-wise, and I was feeling very run down. And this is true of a lot of women. We get to the point where, you know, we are run down, but we keep going. Why do we do that? I don't understand that. Anyone else <laughs> would stop, especially a man would stop, regroup, maybe take a sabbatical, but we just keep doing it to ourselves. And I thought to myself, you know what? I am an entrepreneur at heart. So I founded The Fervency, which is a creative marketing and PR agency. My background is in marketing, social media, public relations. What is different about this agency is where it's not traditional PR, it's not traditional social media marketing and influencer outreach. I specialize in digital and experiential marketing and events. So I've always done events, um, but now we take it to another level. And we also incorporate artificial intelligence into it. And this was something I had to learn. Uh, it, It was very new and exciting to me, this new growth with AI, with augmented reality and all of this. And I wanted to offer clients something new and different that would help their bottom line. Uh, And one of the ways that we work with brands is to help them engage with Zennial, again, that word, Generation X and baby boomer women. And this is such a unique consumer base and I'm part of it. And for some reason, marketers disregard us. They don't include us in our market, their marketing, um, despite us having a great power of the purse. Beside, you know, and we have this tremendous influence. But for some reason, this forty dollar, you know, forty trillion dollar market is not appealing to marketers. So I hope brands really engage with that demographic. We outspend all other generations when it comes to things like housing and clothing and eating out. Um, So as a zennial and digital strategist, I knew the importance of reaching these women. And I'm so glad that I get to work with brands to do that. And we have, yeah. (laughs) No, I love this. This is is resonating with me so much because I too went to school for marketing, right? So I know a lot of marketing, but from more from like a product positioning aspect, right? And so when I look at a lot of even social media accounts, products out there, I feel like 
I'm missing from that now, right? Because as a Generation X woman, I'm in my early 40s. It seems like they've left me behind, right? And I'm seeing everything like targeted towards millennials. And and I don't even know what's the word for the younger millennials, uh, younger than millennials right now. And so for me, I'm like, hey, what happened to me? You know, when, I, when I'm so interested in things on social media, it's always expressing, you know, for millennials, for millennials. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, that's not me, you know? But I love, I love that your, your, you know, your business is not forgetting us because we were so pivotal to that, you know, to, to that information or to those details not too long ago. Exactly. You've hit it. It's, we are so pivotal. And again, I am not putting down millennials. Um, for a while there, I was checking the millennial box and then all of a sudden I got kicked out of the millennial box. So <laughs> that was recent. That was recent. I was like, Oh, I can't. All right. Let me just get And That's why I pushed that Zineal because again, you know, with generation X, I'm right there. Like I'm right in the middle of millennial and gen X. Um, I have the digital and the analog type of upbringing. Uh, but again, I want to be recognized as a woman, as a mother, and as a consumer. And again, you come from a marketing background. I have over 10 years of that marketing, that PR, that social media experience of reaching millennials. And I wanted to reach a constituency that I'm involved with. That's what makes it so passion filled for me because I am helping reach other women just like me that are going through the same things that are buying the same products and want that same experience um, and it's it's been wonderful I'm working with larger established brands with big budgets and I'm working with new businesses with smaller budgets but we're able to help all of them reach their goals and that's that's what an entrepreneur wants to do we want to fulfill a need and surpass it I love this I love this because I feel like you can attest to how much thinking about us is needed, right? And I I kind of think of your business as an umbrella, right? And under this umbrella, you have different entities, right? And what I love so much about this is that those entities can apply to a range of women and a range of mothers, right? And a range of bucketed people, right? That we can actually be successful and not get left behind in doing. So I really, really love that. And um, thank you. Thank you so much for that. I don't know if you hear how excellent that is. And I just want to say that it is, it is a pleasure to hear that, you know, someone is remembering us. Yes. And I, and I appreciate that. I think that in this age, we have to, marketers especially, we need to fill every bucket. And if we're not, if we're, we have an empty bucket and there is a, a big demographic that needs us, we need to go out there and fulfill that need. So I'm excited to be part of that change. And, that, and, and it makes my work just even more worthwhile. Yes. Well, great. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, the, the fervency is your, is kind of your umbrella business, but you also have the wellness portion under that. So I want to hear a little bit more about the, the wellness portion and why you feel it's so important to women and mommies to practice. Well, again, it kind of piggybacks what we were talking about with get fit diva. That was such a, a pivotal part of my life as a woman, as a mother, it really helped shaped me for the person I am today. Um, that healthy living experience, that trying to find the best me, finding out what was well, what, what wellness meant to me. So Fervent Wellness is, again, it's this wonderful digital wellness platform that empowers women to live well, but also pursue their passions and get paid for doing that. I think that there's such a disassociation where women, yeah, of course, have practiced the self-care. You can pursue a, a dream career or a job or business, but it's also that aspect of asking for more money, asking for what you're worth, and being fulfilled in that way too. So that, that's where it really gets really gritty because people don't like to speak about money. But I like the grittiness aspect of that, right? Because when we think of wellness, right, we always think of, oh, we have to spend money on a massage or a spa and get our nails done, right? But thinking of wellness collectively, what makes me happy is wellness, right? So it might be saying, hey, I'm unhappy in my job because I'm not getting paid really well. I don't have the tools or I'm not equipped with the experience on how to have that initial conversation to start talking about money, right? And so just think about it. If, you, if you're able to have these these conversations and you're able to have these this platform and this tool and get that 
you know, get that money that you may be trying or after, that might make you happy and that might contribute to your wellness. So I think what is so important is for us to not put wellness in a box, right? And I started to to do that myself to say, okay, for me, wellness is I want to sleep more or I want to go for a walk. I want to exercise, but it's really important to say, okay, it's not always a monetary value, you know, like what is wellness as a whole? And I think you touch on that so pricelessly and so excellent, right? Where I'm not thinking about, oh, you know what? You're right. I'm not happy at my job. Wellness would be find a new job or, or how, do I, how do I get what I need to make myself happy in that? And, and you do that really well. So how, what, how do you do this? Okay. Well, again, we, it's, it's that sense of community. You can't do things by yourself. It's wonderful to Google and go to the library and, but it's nothing about connecting with other women that are going through the same thing. So through in-person and virtual events, through our blog and through a private Facebook group, it's a safe place where women, and again, I'm touching on women over 30. Again, that Zennial, that, you know, Generation X, that baby boomer that are living life a a bit differently than millennial women. Um, They're in a different stage of their life. They're taking care of kids and and possibly aging parents. Yes. Or or they're thinking of a career change or reinventing themselves professionally or reentering the workforce. We're very different from our younger counterparts. And, And that's not to say that there is some overlap. There is. But for women in their 30s, their 40s, and their 50s, we're at a different stage of our lives and we need to have resources that reflect that. Um, We're also, you know, we're looking for love and or sustaining love. We're looking for friendship. It is so hard to find new friends and to quote Drake, no new friends. No, I'm all about new friends in your 30s and 40s and 50s. And we're in a different place where, you know, again, uh, if we're buying homes, we're saving for retirement. Um, But really what ties us together, and especially this community, specifically is that we all want to live well. And and that may mean different things to the different women in that group, but we're all for each other and finding that. Oh my God, Aaliyah, I feel like you're like literally speaking to my soul, right? Because I'm there, right? Every day I'm like, I'm living differently. Like I want to have friends. I want to have love. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about finances and how am I raising my daughter? Like, and I find that a lot of times that I'm in this stage of my life where right now, currently I have a lot of younger friends and um, they're great. They're wonderful, but they're not quite there yet. Right. And so I'm kind of, in a stage where I'm at with my older friends where we're a little bit distant or not as close as I am with my younger friends. So sometimes I feel like I'm missing that connection, but I'm longing for that connection, you know? Yes. And it's so important, even if you're just getting it online, but more importantly, when you're getting that in person, and that's where that those in real life, those in-person events really foster connection. We're not alone out there. There's just too many of us, especially in our our 30s, our 40s and beyond that are going through the same issues and we don't have to be alone in doing it. And it takes that community. It takes that tribe. And I love that word. And I associate it a lot with the community is that you need that tribe to have your back and say, if you're having a bad day or if you're having a good day, that is okay. How can we further support you? Yes. So how can you give us maybe some tips or consistency? What, 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 can you give us, you know, some, some advice oh, okay. help us in this area? Okay. So again, you know, we kept, we keep talking about life in our thirties, our forties or, you know, beyond. And my definition of wellness, it's changed over the years. And I think it changes for a lot of women for so long, especially in my twenties, wellness was about diet and exercise. It was about eating to be a certain size, right? And exercising to be a certain size. But now that I'm in my 30s, it's more about wellness and not just chasing a size on a rack. It's about eating and moving my body so that I'm happy and fulfilled. But it's also about the products that I use, the company that I keep, and the thoughts that I feed myself. And I think that I'm trying to instill, especially in this community, that wellness, again, it's not one size fits all. 
but it's also not just about diet and exercise. So it's true. It's true. I'm thinking about like my stages of life and I feel like I really, I started, I started following, you know, get fit diva when I was kind of in my, you know, mid to late twenties where it was all about, you know, I need to exercise. I need to get in those jeans. I need to fit that shirt. Right. And then in my thirties, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'm losing the weight. That's great. Now I'm in my forties. I'm like, you know, wellness to me is making sure I don't have diabetes. Right. Wellness is to me is, is making sure I'm, I'm at least active. It's not so much about that number on the scale. It's not so much about that diet. It's just really like, am I living this lifestyle that I'm going to be around for when my daughter is older and I can enjoy it with her. So you're absolutely right. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's longevity and it's feeling good. And to be consistent, I think we need to just schedule wellness like we would a work meeting or a doctor's appointment. They're important to you and a wellness appointment should be important to you too. Uh, for every month, I have a standing appointment for a massage or facial. I also have a standing appointment where I take myself, and, and this is self-care, and this is also wellness, without my husband, without my kids, and I, I either treat myself to a nice meal or a movie or a long drive. And that's okay. And we also need to be okay with that, carving away that time for consistency and give ourselves permission to practice wellness without feeling selfish. You've made a great, a very great point, Aaliyah, because oftentimes a lot of people ask me, how are you doing everything, right? Why, how do you do it all, right? And I say to myself, and I say to them, and I say to myself, if it's something that you really love, you make time for it, right? And so for me, I started to say, I am, because I'm also a corporate America mom, right? And so my life is all about business and meetings, right? And for me, I tell people all the time, I have standing gym appointments, right? It's on my calendar, Monday, Wednesdays, or Tuesday, Thursdays, whatever it is, it's calendared from 11 to 1. And no, you can't have that time. I'm not... I'm not fudging that time. I'm not moving anything around that time because I've committed to myself that this is the time that I'm going to use, you know, for my exercise and health. And it works for me. When I don't carve out that time, there's always a reason or excuse as to why I can't make it to the gym. And it's the same. Like I know that, you know, every Sunday I'm going to do, you know, face masks, or I know that every night after 8 p.m., I'm shutting down social media and I'm taking care of myself by reading a book, right? I'm reflecting. These these are things that we have to do, but I think what you're saying is giving ourselves permission to not feel bad. That's the part that's hard for me sometimes. It is, and it's it's hard for a lot of women, but we need it. It's just necessary. It's not being selfish. It's not being selfless. It is a necessary part of life to give yourself time for you and what is well for you. And we just need to realize that we can't always wear the cape. We have to put the cape away sometimes and take time for ourselves. Yeah. I think that a lot of times we talk about where we are right now. Like we talk about, we schedule these appointments, we do these things to make us happy, but I want to bring the realness up front, right? So think about like, I'd like to, to, to converse a little bit on, was there a time where you felt like you were totally failing with this and you, you, your life was just coming to a point where you saw the signs and you just needed to do something different? And how did you start incorporating this new wellness into your life? Okay, so wellness has always been very personal to me. Uh, and it started at a young age. At 16 years old, I underwent open heart surgery to repair my oh. mitral valve, yes. So, and I was a very healthy and active teenager. So it, that put wellness on the forefront. And it, because it was such a shock, um, you know, I was giving a tissue valve replacement. And, and I like to joke that, uh, and it, it was a pig tissue valve replacement. And I like wow. to joke with people and say, I don't eat spine because I, I don't eat my own kind. So wow. no food that's like my joke that and it, sometimes it falls flat. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Uh, but you know, all joking aside, it's you know, heart health is paramount to me. And, and with a family history of cancer, of high blood pressure and heart disease, mm -hmm. it's important for me to practice wellness. And then when I started a family and I, I had to make it more of a priority. 
and and I started to realize I'm not the best wife or mom or sister or friend when I'm not practicing wellness. I'm not the best person I can be when I let work stress me out and burn me out. And I think a pivotal moment for me was about two years ago when, again, this is before I started my new agency, I was working in-house and I was working at a very great, challenging leadership role. And I was very excited, but every day I felt mentally depleted. I felt physically ill. The commute was long and arduous and I did not feel my best when I finally got to work. So it affected me on every level and it didn't just affect me professionally. It started to affect how I parented, how I was a wife and how I functioned as a woman. So I think that was another time. And that's the most recent time. Of course, you know, my wellness with my heart was at a different time of life. And that kind of set the precedent on how I needed to be healthy and active in my 20s and my 30s. But it's times like that where it's not just a health issue, like a physical health issue. It is something that is affecting your spiritual health, your mental and your physical that you have to, you know, step way back and say, how can I refocus and reclaim my life? Mm, that's so interesting. I love that because I feel like it's it's very recent, right? And a lot of people can relate to that. I think we all have issues on why wellness is important and why we should practice it. I know for myself, even just starting this this podcast, it, it the the self-care aspect of it, the wellness aspect of it for me was because I became a new mommy and I started to not take care of myself. And I started to miss the single days where I didn't have the responsibilities of being a mom, where I felt like I was having a little bit of resentment for being, you know, this new mom and not being able to take care of myself. And I wanted, I wanted a platform where I can hear what other moms were doing um, so that I can start, you know, doing it for myself again. And I love, and I love to hear how women take care of themselves. I love to hear, you know, the story behind wellness for you and, and how you're changing because of wellness. To me, that is just so important because I think wellness is something that everybody needs it is and it and it's not just it's not just us it's the men in our lives it's the mothers our mothers our grandmothers our friends uh, and it's wellness is such a huge and I, I hate that we say industry it's a huge movement it really is and it's finding what works for you because it is not one size fits all again and I think people need to realize that it's not just a massage or a facial it is so much more Yes, agree. Okay, so let's talk let's talk a little bit about that. What do you feel wellness is not? Just so that we're not <laughs> wellness is not. Okay, okay. Um wellness to me it is not just the the absence of illness again like how I went through um open heart surgery or stress where I, you know, I had really bad stress levels about two years ago. To me, it's that complete physical, mental, social well-being. It's that body positivity where you're at a place where you're eating well, you're active, and you're happy with your body and you're accepting of the gifts that your body gives you every day. It's practicing self-care. Um, but wellness, I, I, we can't 100% practice wellness. I think that's unreasonable and it kind of slights us and sets us up for failure. Mm. Uh, we just want to be part of that wellness process. And really what I want to do with my community, especially the, the fervent wellness community, is to make it accessible to all and not just a few. That's what wellness isn't. For so long, wellness, people thought that wellness had to be expensive. Wellness was only accessible for people that had that time, that money, and that energy. But it's not. It's really accessible to all. I love that you've worked with a lot of clients around this, right? So give us a little bit of details on, you know, when clients come to see you, but they may not always be or feel at their best. What do you feel have been some experiences you've had with women who haven't practiced wellness or who isn't there yet? What are some of the benefits that we can see from this? I think that incorporating wellness, especially when I'm working with brands, when I'm working with the, the women in my community, is having them realize that not being stressed and taking care of yourself is paramount. Again, it's so important. It means having those boundaries while getting your job done as in your career, 
in your family, um, and other obligations. It's so important to show the, the clients that I work with and the women that I work with that wellness is first because it permeates to every other part of your life. It really does. And when you're not working optimally and when you're not taking time for self, it trickles down to everything and you're trying to work at a hundred percent, but you're not giving yourself a hundred percent. So how is that input and output? It's not, it's never going to be what you want it to be. I love that you're working with brands, right? Because it's really important. Brands are like significant in all of our lives, right? But for me personally, like when I hear someone like you working with a brand, I have more faith to know that that brand cares about my wellness more so than the product, right? Or the money. And so I think it's important and huge that you're working with these brands because it adds a little bit of personal flair to that and, and just emotion to saying, okay, I'm going to buy this product because I know someone like Aaliyah has mentored and coached and done business with this, you know, company firm, you know, agency to help them bring that wellness so that it's, it's not looking face value, you know? Exactly. And I've only, and I've done this even when I, with my previous blog, Get Fit Diva, I only worked with brands that I trust and that I would give to a trusted friend or family member. And I think most influencers do that. It's not about the sponsorship. It's not about the money involved. It's more about sharing something that you use and is beneficial to your life. And it would be beneficial to the people that you care about. Yes. Yes. I love your IG presence because I feel like it's so motivational and inspiring, right? So I'm definitely going to link all your information in the show notes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Can you tell in case, so for, for many people who aren't following you, or if anyone isn't following your, 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 you know, your multiple sites, can you often talk a lot about nourishing the soul? And I swear your quotes nourish. I think I have almost a screenshot every time you post something, right? Because I'm like, yes, this is speaking to me. Yes, this is it for me. Talk a little bit about nourishing the soul because I feel like it is, it's just so, I love the compilations of the words that you use, right? Because I feel like it's so touching. And I want, I want to hear a little bit more about how you came up with nourishing the soul. I'm glad it speaks to you because it really spoke to me. Nourishing the soul is, it's, it's not just about nourishment. When people think nourishment, they think food, they think sustenance. Oh, I ate this. It was great. It gave me some energy. I got my vitamin C, right? <laughs> but yeah. when, you yep. feed, when you feed your soul, and that means, yes, it means good food, but it also means experiences and, and surrounding yourself with good people. That helps other parts in your life. So finding out what nourishing your soul is and what truly fills you up and makes you happy, makes you excited to get out of bed in the morning, makes you feel so fulfilled. That's a huge part of wellness. And I think that we weren't incorporating that. It was all about eating well and exercising and practicing self-care, but it's also finding out what makes you happy in it. And if it's not making you happy, what can you do to make it happy or how can you leave it be and leave it behind? Yeah. And that's what nourishing the soul really is. And I'm glad it resonates with women like you because we're busy. And, but why do we have to be so busy doing things that don't nourish our soul? It's true. When I think of nourishing the soul, for me, it's just it's providing my soul with joy, right? With yes. this happiness. And, and sometimes those words speak to me right as I'm having like a bad day, a toxic day, some issues that are happening to me, right? And instantly I can just feel like a relief, right? Instantly I feel like I'm flourishing. Instantly I feel like, you know what? That's just temporary. There's bigger things out there. And that to me is what what your slogan does for me. It just lifts up my spirit, lifts up my soul where I feel like that's, that's, you know, what I need right now. And I'm so happy to hear that. That makes me, that is why I do what I do because I want women to feel that empowerment, feel that feeling when they, you know, I'm not posting things on social media. I'm not blogging and, and connecting for, you know, just to do it. I want to see things happen because of it. I want to see those connections happen, those aha moments and get women really excited about what fills them up, what nourishes their soul, what changes they can make small and big that can really change their lives. 
Yeah, I, I love this because, you know, speaking back to when you were talking about working with brands and being an influencer and, and just saying that you share different things with people who you love, right? For me, these my podcast has always been originally about, you know, having conversations with friends who are going through the same thing. And I wanted to broaden that to bloggers and influencers that I follow because a lot of times my friends had never heard of them, had never experienced them, right? And I only wanted to share people that I really loved what they were doing, right? Who really, I was really focused on following them, focused on following their platform and sharing their platform with people in my podcast and people in my circles and my community because it meant that I was agreeing with the way you live your lifestyle, right? That I was agreeing with your words, I was agreeing with you know what you're influencing in and that to me means a lot right because that means that I put trust in what you put out in this world that I'm comfortable in sharing that with other people and I think that that's so important right for us to follow people to keep that non-toxic area close to us because this world is just so crazy that we just need that little bit of push of positivity and happiness and joy and that's a lot of what I really want to encompass when I do my podcast. And that's why I love sharing people like you, like you and your work with the friends that I know in my circle. And, and, we, and I'm so thankful that you do what you do because how else would we hear these important voices, these important experiences if we didn't have the eyes you know, and ears on the ground to really share? Because I love, and again, I, I listened to your podcast this morning because I was like, I need to catch up. God. You know that because again, you get the alerts and you're like, I'm going to listen to it then. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to carve out time again, because that's part of my wellness and listen and learn. And you learn from other women, other moms that, you know, they may be in a different stage. They may have, you know, younger children. They may have older children, but we're all in this together. And we are all, we're not struggling. Sometimes we're floundering, but we're all going through those trials and tribulations of being women and being mothers. We yeah. all are. And yeah. if, there, if you, if you're having a hunky dory day and you're not struggling at some point at, at the day, the week of the month, then I need to move in with you and, and absorb all of that. <laughs> It's true, right? It's just not happening. I I don't know anyone who's not having that, right? But like you said, if that's you, call me because I I need that in my life. Yes, share that wealth. Um, But and it's I think that would be unreasonable because everyone is going through it. It's just like that saying, you know, smile, be nice to someone because you don't know what they're going through. It's true. It really is. It very much is true. I'm so happy. Let's talk about (laughs) this new podcast that you have launched. I love this podcast. (laughs) And when I saw on your social media that you were launching this podcast, I swear to you on everything that I love, I couldn't grab my phone fast enough to subscribe to this, right? I was like, if this is a podcast, I need to be a part of this audience to listen to it. So I want you to tell me more about, you know, how this started for you. See, I'm trying to be like you. I'm playing catch up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm playing catch up because you've already interviewed and interacted and shared so much wisdom of your own and of your guests. And I'm trying to do the same thing. And I think that's what podcasting is. It's, it's, it's just pushing it forward, making sure other women, men, whoever's listening and giving them something of value. And that's what I'm doing with my new podcast. So uh, Live Vervently is an inspirational podcast for motivated women um, that want to live well and passion filled. And again, just like you have that amazing opportunity to interview game changing women that are really leading passion filled lives. And again, they're getting paid to do it. So it's that, you know, it's that, that conversation we want to have about living well, but also making that money. And I'm also interviewing great wellness experts that give these invaluable insights on career and health and family and love, um, but also navigating life in your 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond. Because I'm thinking long-term. Again, 40s, it's right around the corner for me. And then 50s is going to be knocking on the door. And Mm -hmm. I want to have these resources and tips in place to help guide that journey. So this is what I love about your podcast, right? Like you have these successful women on here talking about how they do this right and so for me I'm like man she is like killing it killing it in her world this is what I love about your podcast because you know you talk 
you talk to these successful women that are giving us tips where we feel like, okay, I'm not really making money or I'm not really successful in this area. And your podcast just brings that full circle like, hey, this does exist and these women will tell you how they're doing it. Yeah. And it's all about finding out again, what works well for you because it's different. It's not one size fits all. And you're, you know, with these women, they're sharing what they've been through. So you're not reinventing the wheel. You're learning from being an entrepreneur about reinventing your career, about finding love or sustaining love. And it's from real, you know, it's from real women living it. And it's also from experts that have that expertise and that education to really give you that boot that you need. Um, and, and, again, it's all about finding what really fills you up and nourishes your soul. I can't even say it enough because again, wellness to me and to so many other women is so much more. Yeah. Yeah. How's the podcast world treating you? It is wonderful. And I think there's so many opportunities now. Every day I see an article uh, online or even in print that's talking about this podcast explosion. There's so many opportunities for podcasters. Uh, Google is doing another round of their yes, uh, podcast. So apply, definitely. Um, and there's just so many, um, or, you know, Facebook groups online. I'm a part of Women of Color Podcasters. That's a wonderful community. And you need that support. Again, we're not in this alone. If we could share tips, resources, and really, you know, get a sounding board on how your podcast is doing, what can you do to make it better? It's a wonderful opportunity. And, I'm, and you know it. It's a wonderful way to reach people that you would not be able to otherwise. Yes. And I often tell people that there's so much room for all of us, right? Like we all may have similar topics, similar podcasts, but we do it with our own flair, right? I love to see women of color flourish and do the same thing that I'm doing, but doing a little bit different. Like, I feel like I will follow everyone to the moon and back. It doesn't feel like it's competition. It feels like it's love. And I'm just so happy you have this podcast. Yes, and I can't wait to collaborate. I think it's always collaboration over competition never a competition. There's too many slices of this pie and we need to just support each other. And really it's all about empowering other women. I think that's the, the overarching theme of all of these podcasts, especially the ones I subscribe to. It's empowering you in almost every facet of your life. And if I can listen for a half hour, an hour and get that fulfillment, that's fulfilling my wellness for the day. Amen. Indeed. What, so what can we expect from the pipeline? What's, what else is happening for the fervency or in your wellness brand? What, what, what should we look out for? Oh, wow. What not to look out for? Well, of course, with the agency, we're looking to grow the team. Uh, we all work virtually, which is great. I don't think I will ever probably work in-house again. And kudos to you for having that corporate life. Uh, it, it's it's hard. It's, <laughs> it's hard. Everything is hard. It's like, choose your heart already. Choose what's hard and just go with it. Yes. Uh, so growing the team and, and really working with other, whether they're, you know, my contractors or my consultants that are, we're working virtually and we have that wellness component and that's balance. Again, that's a unicorn term. It doesn't really exist, but I want them to tell me when they're not feeling well and they're not feeling fulfilled because that's going to affect their work. So just working on that agency growth and onboarding a lot of new clients in the next few months uh, with the wellness wellness brand with Fervent Wellness. It's growing that private Facebook group. Uh, of course, I welcome everyone to join. It's for women and those that um, identify as women. We also, we have a clause about who we um, let in the group because again, it is a very safe place and we want women to feel like they can share anything and everything concerning wellness and their journey in this group and get the support that they need. Uh, also, I have a empowerment brunch that's happening in late spring that will be, yes, this is our first in-person event, and I'm really excited about that. It will be in New Jersey. So more to come on that. And of course, I like to connect. Again, we're a global community. So I have members in Africa and Europe, et cetera. So we are going to do a lot of meetings online where we'll be using Zoom. And our next meeting is for a vision board. It's for a spring vision board. We always do these vision boards at the beginning of a new year. No, sometimes they fail. So we need to <laughs> reinvent them for the yeah. spring and summer. So really excited about the events that's going on. Of course, the podcast. And we 
also just opened up a new shop. And this is really exciting because I love clothes and fashion and having the, these apparel and accessories online. Um, people really love them and excited for everyone that's supporting the new shop. So you can, you know, have a mug or wear your yes. shirt, really show people that you're living a passion filled life. Oh my God. I'm going to link all of this in the show notes because I'm telling you, if people aren't following you, they aren't in wellness right now. This to me is huge. I'm loving this so much. Oh my, like, congratulations. You have a lot of great stuff in the pipeline. I do. And it's exciting time. And I think, again, it goes back to that wellness component. I'm only doing things that I am happy and excited about and what I can handle. I think that's the, the key point. Do what you can handle, do it well, and make sure that it is making you feel fulfilled. Aaliyah, I am so not a part of the Facebook gang. I feel like I can only do one social join media the, at a time. No, join the tribe. You will love it. Oh, it I used women. to have it ages ago, and it just felt so much for me. And then when Instagram rolls out, I'm like, this is perfect. Like, I'm all about the picture life. This yes. is perfect. But I feel like everybody has Facebook, especially like to promote their businesses, right? And to have this, this different type of connection, maybe then like a personal account. And so I have been, as well as blogging, right? Like I don't have a blog. It's purely this podcast and it's purely the Instagram page where I'm feeling like I should really start talking myself into doing like going the next step. Well, no, you got to do what you can handle. And if you're doing your podcast and you're kicking butt and doing it well, then stick with the podcast, stick with the Instagram and grow it that way. I think we, we get so involved and we got to be on every platform. Do what platforms work for you. And then when you can handle more, you can handle more. It's true, especially like I've been really leaning towards the blog, right? And I, and I think that it helps me creatively write. I really love to write, but I'm scared because I don't want to commit to something that it's not going to be, I'm not going to be able to put my 100 in. And I feel like with the blog, that's what's holding me back right now. But I hear such great opportunities and connections on Facebook that I kind of have this, this FOMO of Facebook. <laughs> I'm just so scared <laughs> to hit that button. Uh, but sometimes you have to have JOMO, which is joy of missing out too, right? You have to have that joy of kind of missing out. But you know what? When it's time for you to start creating content on a blog, it will happen. But for now, this podcast is so monumental and your Instagram is so monumental. Just keep kicking butt at what you're doing and the time will come and I will be reading that blog just as you have been reading mine. Oh, thank you so much. I want you to please tell the listeners where can they find you on social media and online. I want them to stay abreast. I'm definitely going to have all these links online, but I want you to tell us where we can find you. Oh, of course. You can follow um, the agency, The Vervency, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Vervency, F-E-R-V-E-N-C-Y. And of course, the wellness platform is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Oh, actually, it's no the. It's at Vervent, F-E-R-V-E-N-T, Wellness, on all of those platforms. And I would love to share with your listeners that I have a free guide and planner called Seven Secrets to Unlocking Your Passions and Getting Paid. It has a weekly planner and a 20-page guide and worksheets that you can download if you sign up on the site, The Vervency. And that is T-H-E, Vervency, F-E-R-V-E-N-C-Y. And when you join, you also get Get access to the private Facebook group for women. Wow. Well, I'm definitely, as soon as, as soon as this is over, you know, I'm definitely <laughs> heading that way. Right. You have I homework. Was, you have homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was even looking at the shop because I was like, I need one of these t-shirts. Like <laughs> I, I saw you wearing the t-shirt on the page the other day and you had like this nice long necklace. And I was like, that's me. Like I just instantly put my <laughs> head on your head and I'm like, I need this <laughs> Yes, go for it. We have a whole bunch and it's unisex as well. We have some that are very, you know, for women's sizes, but we also have some unisex. We got to give love to the men in our lives. Mm -hmm. Well, let's wrap up. Normally, I like to close this the session off with two questions that are a little bit outside of our topic. So I want to know, first question for you, when you're not a businesswoman or a mommy or a wife, what is Aaliyah doing and enjoying? 
Oh gosh, I have so many things that I enjoy, but I'm just trying to find that extra hour of the day or that extra day of the week to do it all. Um, I love to travel. Uh, I go on about three to four leisure trips a year and I travel a lot for business, um, but I also love to cook. Kind of talked about this before, how I used to create recipes, but as a mom and especially a busy working mom, I menu plan and this helps a lot. Mm -hmm. And I get my husband, yeah, the menu plan is on the refrigerator right now. You know what you're eating Monday through Friday, Saturday, you're fending for yourself. Um, but my husband and sons, they get in the kitchen with me. We cook together and it's a great part of our quality time together. Right now I am writing a lot and creating content and working on a lot of video content and I am reading books. This is a a huge part of my wellness journey right now is that I am reading a book a week. That is my challenge. Ooh, I like, uh, so uh, wow. A book a week. I yes. want to like, good for you. I am a part of a book club with my friends. I try to read two to three books a month. Oh, I, wow. love, okay. I love reading. I'm always incorporating reading inside my busy schedule. I wish that I can read a book a week. This is fabulous. It's ambitious, but I love it. And I think that it's, again, like you said, you you have a point at the night where it is no social media. You shut down. When I shut down for the night, I am, again, you know, I'm spending time with my family, but I'm also spending time with a good book. Yes. I would love if maybe in the future you kind of incorporate your, that, you know, your book and your menu, your recipes in the fervent wellness. I think I will. I think people will enjoy it. And I think, again, it's that sharing. And if I can find some new food, easy, quick and easy meals to serve my family and some new books to read, that's a winning. That's a win-win. Yeah. Well, thank you. Okay. Last question. As a boy right. mom, I'm so interested on how you're teaching your boys to think about wellness. So what do you, what do you do with your boys so that they can understand wellness is important for them as well? Okay. Uh, with my sons, I instill healthy eating, of course, and being active because they're young, they're athletes. Um, I never focus on weight with them because I don't think that should be an emphasis, especially as they're growing into young men. I think if you incorporate that healthy eating and being active, the, the weight is not going to be an issue. You And um, I focus on wellness behaviors, like again, those planning of the family meals, being active together, uh, getting enough sleep. I think that is so important for teenagers. They wake up so early. They have full days. So getting enough sleep and limiting screen time. My boys love being on their devices, but there is a lockdown period after school where they are concentrating on themselves, they're concentrating on homework and just reading or being outside. So that is so important to me. And I also support them as their bodies grow and change. My boys are teenagers and it, it went by in a flash that they're these incredible strong young men. So I want them to know that I'm a sounding board, my husband is a sounding board, and they can talk to me about anything about their changing bodies and how they can do more to be well. Um, but I also teach them about healthy relationships. I want them to establish boundaries and learn right from wrong and that they don't have to be everyone's friend. And sometimes not everyone is there for you. And that's something that I didn't learn until I, I, in my 20s and 30s. Um, I'm also teaching them to respect themselves and respect women and to be an advocate and an ally. And I think that is important on their wellness journeys. I hope that I am being a part of the positivity of them as teenagers. And that's all I can do is, is wish them that they are positive young men that are feeding and fueling their bodies as best as they can. Wow, Aaliyah, this is wonderful. Like, I feel like you're doing all of this to kind of help the world, right? You're bringing these two wonderful men into the world. And this is, this is what we need. This is great. So thank you. No, thank you for having me on the show and just having a platform to share mommyhood and womanhood. Uh, we're all in this together and having these different voices teach and, and it's just wonderful. So thank you. Of course. Before we go, is there anything else you want to share with us? Is there anything else we'd like to, you'd like to close us off with? Oh, no. Uh, I think I said it all. Please Good. follow along on, uh, you know, join us on social media. Um, and of course, download that free guide. But I also want to stress to be kind to yourself and to find what is wellness to you. Don't take what you read in an article online or in a magazine to be the definition of wellness. Find 
out what works well for you and your family and implement it in small changes and it will be big over time. Yes, I love that. And that's a great way to end this. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Aaliyah, thank you so much for being my guest. And thank everyone for tuning in to A Different Kind of Mommy. Bye.